Dr. Tori Robeson here, chiropractic practice success consultant, where I teach you how to go farther than you ever thought you could. You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast. I'm optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic, excited about reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity. I get stuff done of prosperity and, of course, generosity while filled with love, emphasizing fitness and having fun. Of course, my purpose is to become smarter, making me more powerful, capable, become more driven, becoming a superior version of myself by ever increasing my awareness, my knowledge, my understanding, my motivation, my hands-on skill, my communication skill, and my personal mastery in the art of exceptional living. Of course, when you train with me, you're going to naturally attract some great, great new patients, high-value cases. You're going to become a more capable motivator and a persuader of people. Just you hanging out with me, something's going to rub off. You're going to be empowered to make smarter long-term decisions, long-term decisions. And of course, you're going to be energized physically, mentally, and financially. Wow, what a topic we have today. It's a biggie. Quickly, even though it's a little out of season at the time this podcast was recorded, in the game of football, which team wins what, what did they do better than the other team that allowed them to win? They scored more. Yeah, duh. What did they do better? Why did they win? We watch a football game and we're looking for exciting running plays or long passes with incredible catches and all of that. That's the flash. That's what we see sort of uh, visually that anybody, including a six-year-old, can sit there and go, wee, he's running with the ball. But those who know the game and know how it really works, kind of like those who know how a chiropractic office really works, when you watch that game, which team wins? It is the team that blocks and tackles the best. Generally, the two most boring things happening on the field. Oh, there's some exciting tackles, yeah. The team that blocks the best. Crying out loud, I can run a ball if I get a team that can block. How many kids want to go out and practice blocking in the backyard? Having a football camp, we're going to practice blocking today. Nobody shows up. Basketball camp, we're going to practice defense and dribbling today. Nobody shows up. But if you're going to teach how to launch and make three-pointers, there's 100 kids sitting there. How many kids today want to learn how to play guitar versus play Guitar Hero? or a video game.
what is it that makes a chiropractic office really strong? What is it that chiropractors do that makes certain chiropractors much more successful than other chiropractors? Here's a question for you. Why do people refer somebody to a chiropractic office? Why do they refer them exactly? What are they referring them for? What are they referring them to get? If I tell someone to go see my dentist, what is it that I'm thinking that they want to get, that I want them to get, that they're going to like getting? Of your current new patients every month, how many should be referrals? What if you have low referrals? How much are you paying right now for any and all marketing to get new patients? Zero? Are you getting more marketed patients or referrals? What stats on your monthly stat sheet indicate the real health of your clinic? It's not your collections. Not even your number of visits, really. Although that's part of it. What two statistics really tell the story inside your office? It's going to be how many direct referrals are you getting and your PVA. That tells you how much people like what you do. If you're getting people to stay with you, they must like it. And if you're getting new people to start because of referrals, the people like it enough that they're telling people to come in and see you. All right. So when I look at a stat sheet, boom, I'm looking at the PVA. Of course, you need several months to have PVA, almost really a year's worth of data for PVA. But of course, I'm going right to the new ones and how many were referrals. If I see 27 new ones and two referrals, oh boy. If I see 93 new ones and 57 referrals, I go, oh goody. How many referrals every month is good? We got 0 to 10 referrals, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, and 50 plus referrals. The metric would be this. If you want to maintain a 400 visit a week practice, you should have 40 referrals. 300 visit a week practice, 30 referrals. 200 visit a week practice, 20 referrals. 100 visits a week, 10 referrals. 600 visits a week, 60 referrals. Use that as a guide. Use that as a goal. You want to be a 400 visit a week office? Sit there and say, I always get 40 great referrals every month, plus other new ones from other sources. 
What are the best new patients? Marketed ones from an ad for a free giveaway of some kind? What new patients cost the least to get? What new patients start care the easiest or most readily? What new patients are the most efficient? In other words, if you had 70 new patients and only 35 of them start, that means you had to waste time with 35 people at $50 per minute for your time. Versus having 40 new patients come in and 38 start. See how much more efficient that is? I wasted time with two people, not 35 people, at $50 a minute. What is the ideal number of new patients for you every month? Oh, as many as possible, says the chiropractor who doesn't know what they're doing. It can't be as many as possible. Because do you realize that new patients take time? Adjustments are what you get paid the most for. So we don't want anything interfering with our time that we have to give adjustments. So we want the right number of new ones. And we want all of them to start in the perfectly efficient office. So as a guideline here, if you want to break 500 visits a week and stay there, you've got to have 50 good new ones a month start. 400 equals 40, 330, 220. So we want to demand that. We want to expect that. We want to train for that. Next question. If you have a lot of demand, new ones that want to come in, it allows you to do what? What does it allow you to then do? If you have a line out the door at your ice cream shop, you can probably raise your fees. Basic economics. If I have a bunch of people that want my stuff, I can raise the price. My goal in the Winner's Edge group is to have all of our offices have such demand that we can bring the collection per visit up and we want to have it be $100 a visit or more. Love to see you be a part of the Winner's Edge group if you're not already. I know many of you are. Many of you are chiropractic professionals. There's even some non-chiropractor people that may be listening because the principles of success apply everywhere. But if you're not in the Winner's Edge group, you might ask yourself, why not? Do you, do you think you're saving money? <laughs> you think you're saving money? Oh, the most expensive money is the money we don't spend to learn how to do things better. Very, very costly. So what is the number one thing you can do that causes more referrals and more retention? What is the number one thing that if you do this, you will automatically get more referrals and more people to stay longer, which we call retention. You will retain more people. You'll get more and retain more. What is the single most valuable thing you can do to do that? Let's say you have a 
shop that sells food. Say you're a restaurant. Say you're a spaghetti place. What's the smartest thing you can do if you want to sell more spaghetti? Let's say you sell cars. What's the smartest thing you can do with your cars if you want to smell, uh, sell, sell more cars? That's funny. Smell more cars. That's funny. I was thinking about spaghetti, which, by the way, I'm going to have for dinner. I made quite an excellent batch of spaghetti sauce last night. I make a very unique spaghetti sauce. I make many variations of spaghetti sauce and vary what the ingredients are. That normally one of my staple ingredients is green olives. And I don't know where this came from when I was a kid, but I love green olives in my spaghetti sauce. In fact, my mouth is watering right now. So I'm looking forward to a big, huge plate of spaghetti for dinner later. Oof, it's going to be excellent. Excellent, which reminds me, I got to stop and pick up some Parmesan cheese on the way home. Don't want to miss out on that. You have an option here. And that is, what is it that you have to do? What do you have to decide to focus on if you want more new ones that are better, more referrals, and you want them to stay? Do you think you should do more marketing? Is more marketing the key? If I just do more marketing, I'll get more referrals? Let's say you're a comedian. Let's say you're a comedian and you want to get more butts in the seats to listen to you. Okay, you be the consultant. You have a comedian come up to you. Mr. and Mrs. Chiropractor, I'm a comedian. I really want to have more people... Okay, tell their friends and family to come listen to me, and I want more people to come and listen to me more often. I, I want to increase my referrals and my retention. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Chiropractor, what should I do? What's your answer? Buy more marketing? Or maybe the guy should just get more funny. He should just be funnier. Dave Chappelle came to Minneapolis. It was a Tuesday. Nobody knew he was coming. He had to be in town for something, and he just threw it out there. Hey, if you've got a place, I'll do a couple, a couple shows. Sold out in an hour. Just put a thing on the radio. Dave Chappelle's going to do a thing on Friday night at 8 o'clock. If you want to go, call here or go here. Poof, sold out in an hour. I was lucky to get four tickets. You know why? Because he's so funny. And he was unbelievably funny. He didn't have a single swear word. And what he put together was so complex. And the way he brought the story around, it was unbelievable. So the chiropractor wants to have more referrals and wants to have more retention. So maybe they need more marketing, more Facebook ads. What is it that they need? It's very simple. You have to get better at what you do. Well, better at what? Because that doesn't mean anything. Get better at what you do. Better at what exactly? Every single one of your procedures has to get better. Let me back up here and answer a couple of these things. I'm going to, Ben will come back forward here. Why do people refer? What do they refer for? They refer people for your exam. 
That's the main thing. They refer for the exam. A new person knows, okay, and a person referring a new person knows that they're going in, and the first thing, first thing that's going to happen is there's going to be a consult and an exam. If you're a chiropractor with a flimsy or weak exam, this is not going to work very well. And we have a whole list of how to do a great exam with speed. And, of course, the actual office visits themselves. They're referring people for your exam and for the office visits. That's what they're referring them to get. How many of your new ones should be referrals? More than half. Nothing should be getting you more new ones than referrals. If you're getting more marketed people than you are referrals, that tells you something. If you have few referrals, referrals, it tells you something. Okay? And of course, what are the best new patients? Referred ones. Which ones cost nothing to get? Basically, referred ones. Which ones start the most often? Referred ones. Which ones are the most efficient to bring in? Referred ones. Which ones waste the least amount of your time? Referred ones. So it seems to me if I were a chiropractor and I wanted to be a powerhouse, okay, this would be the thing I'm going for. I'm going for to, to do something in my office that's so great that I get a lot of referrals. I don't have to buy new ones. So what does it mean? It means we have to get better at everything we do procedure-wise. That's what it means. Okay? That's what it means. And I'll break this down. Okay? Tori, tell me all about how to do this. I absolutely could. Okay? And if you're in the Winner's Edge Club, this is something we train on. In fact, as I sit here, I've got a big training tomorrow on all the key elements and next-level components of high-level procedures, the cutting edge of how to use words and language and persuasive skills to get people to start, stay, and refer. Nobody has what we have. Our office visit talk product set, our communication and persuasion product set, our table talk product set are the three gold standard communication sets really in practically the history of chiropractic. I recommend you have them if you don't already. Because remember now, ladies and gentlemen, all you are as a chiropractor is what you say and what you do. That's all it is. And if you learn what to say better, okay, this makes a big difference. In fact, the chiropractor that knows what to say is always the one that will be the most successful. If my communication skills are superior, I will outdo anybody whose technique is better than mine. Because I'll be able to get more people to come in and see me. I'll be able to get more people to stay because you talk people into it. It's really too bad. It's too bad that the technically best chiropractors are very rarely the busiest. But it works to your advantage because you can learn how to advance your communication skills. I'm here to help you. I basically dedicated my entire working life to that. Helping chiropractors with everything from location selection. I'll draw the layout perfectly for you. Get it equipped properly. The procedures, the timing, the hours, the staffing, the codes, the fees, the care plans, the wellness plans, the soap note speed, the software system. 
The marketing elements, the website, the business card, the letterhead, the envelope, the decals on the front door, the colors in the office, the type of carpet to have, what exactly to wear, what colors to wear, when to wear it, how to wear it, what to say, how to say it, when to say it. You name it, we have it. Love to see you take advantage of it and use it. Coaching program like this, it's a small price to pay for what you get in return. And it's way more than money. You get lower stress, get more happiness, more fun, incredible friendships, fun events, experiences that are priceless. And of course, you collect several million, if not tens of millions more over the course of a career. We have chiropractors now in their 30s that are becoming cash millionaires in their 30s. You know how hard that is for a chiropractor to do? It requires our systems to do it. In fact, I'm not sure if it even would ever happen outside of Winter's Edge, except for in very rare and unique circumstances. But here, we can take average people like myself, maybe like you, and turn you into a chiropractic champion. So here's what we've got. I want more referrals. I want people to stick around my office longer. I want a very efficient office. I do not want to waste time with tire kickers and waste my $50 per minute time. That means I'm going to have to have a great new patient phone call using a script and a little new patient call log, which we have. Ideally, we're going to send that new one a a little video to watch before they even arrive. You can have very simple paperwork. Of course, that new patient is going to get a very brief tour using the critical wording and components that we teach. There are two, two or three things the CA absolutely has to say when doing the tour. To put the new patient in position for the proper doctor entry, wearing the proper image outfit with the proper handshake, the proper eye contact, the proper sitting procedure, sitting location, to now start the consult using the Winner's Edge consult scripting. See, just like spaghetti sauce, all good spaghetti sauce has a recipe. All good songs have lyrics, right? They don't just make up the lyrics every time they want to sing the song. In fact, when you go to hear one of your favorite songs, You're hearing it because the lyrics are the same every time. That's what makes the song so great. What a wreck it would be if they started changing it every time. In fact, I don't even like it when I hear one of my favorite songs live and the artist changes up some of the words or how they sing them. And then here's the chiropractor winging it in their office with little or no scripting. But yet they jump in their car and they love the scripted lyrics of the songs they like and they go to the restaurant they love because of the scripted recipe in the dish that they like, but that they go to their business and they have no scripting, no lyrics, no recipe, and no major success and sit there and wonder why. Einstein says a genius is simply someone who understands what's obvious. And people run around all these businesses, see all the stuff on TV, but never look at themselves and say, am I any good? Do I have precision and systems and procedures and everything as organized as these places I like? 
Or worse yet, chiropractors will criticize locations and businesses and not realize that they suck a hundred times worse. Then, of course, after we have the consult, we're going to touch the area of complaint with our specific language. Then we're going to get positioned for the exam. This is when we explain chiropractic. We have to explain chiropractic perfectly and very compact, and we move into the exam where we find it. The patient has to know we understand it. We've located it. We have a plan for it. We have experience with it. That's all the patient wants to go home and say is she found it. And all the details surrounding the exam, the position of the exam, the mirror, the seating, what they're wearing or not wearing, how we actually have the clipboard and we're marking the exact vertebra right in front of the patient so they know that, that we know what's going on and we strip the authority away. You have to strip the authority away from the patient thoroughly. If a new patient doesn't start, usually it's because they blew it in the exam. The chiropractor blew it in the exam, didn't find it, didn't build up the problem enough, minimized it, came in with a solution that was bigger than what the patient thinks the problem is. The gap is too big. The patient says, I have to think about it. I have to go home and talk to my husband. Then, of course, it's the scripting on why we take x-rays. Bill, the reason we take these x-rays is to not only see the position of the vertebra, but also the overall condition of your spine. And as you might imagine, the more rust and dense it has, the more time it's going to take in the body shop, so to speak. Then, of course, the x-ray is done, and then we move into the Winner's Edge Insta Report. Remember, a report has three components. You have to address the problem, the plan, and the payment arrangement. There it is. This can be done in 35 seconds. It could be done in 35 minutes. So the first part of the instant report is addressing and having them understand the problem. And there's a very specific protocol to the instant report. How we address the x-ray. How we address okay, what's good. How we address what's bad. How we understand and we've memorized what they've told us. And then how we square up with them and we get a, a firm, declarative statement of heartfelt sincerity to get them to understand that we understand their problem and that they are in the right place. This is critical. And how we address this one very important phrase in the Winner's Edge scripting where you're standing with the what eye you're looking into when you say it, the expressions on your face, the tools that you use, the handouts that you give, you, the things you tell the patient to do. Like, of course, take a cell phone picture of their x-rays. And, of course, you give the proper x-ray degeneration handouts for them to compare them to, and they can draw the conclusion on their own what's going to be necessary for care before you even make a recommendation. Then, of course, we have the segue into what's going to be our first adjustments, but we never call it that. We never say, I'm going to adjust you for the first time now for many reasons that we don't have time to explain now. The first adjustment is simply an extension of the exam to get a feel for how the spine works. Then if you'd like, Mrs. Johnson, I'll be happy to put together a plan to get you shaped up. We don't tell people what to do. We get them to ask us. 
Then if you'd like, Brian, I'll be happy to put together a plan to get you shaped up. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, that's what I'd like. I get them to ask me. High level. Much higher than going, you need this and you need that. In fact, we don't even tell people how often to come in. Oh, three times a week for four weeks and twice a week for four weeks. Do you realize how stupid that is? That is stupid talk. And why chiropractors would ever do that these days is a mystery because it doesn't make any sense. All that does is get people to not want to start. If you tell me three times a week for four weeks, I already am thinking, well, I got to go to Florida next week. And I'm already thinking of all the reasons why I can't come in versus Tori, be here every day in the week that you can. You see how perfect that is? But of course, I don't even tell people that. They're going to ask me. I'm going to get them to ask me 100% of the time, hey, how often do I need to keep coming in? When do you want me back? The art of getting them to come after you, to ask you, to want what you have versus be on the defense of what you're telling them to do all the time. Our procedures here are so detailed and so complete and so thorough and so good and the responses for all the questions that people have, it's no wonder the Winner's Edge Chiropractor is so successful. In fact, I might go as far to say that the Winner's Edge Group is the most successful group of chiropractors in the world today and if not, will be. It's only a matter of time because of how young the group is, how powerful the group is. Then, of course, we're going to leave at the end of day one. And, of course, there's the whole plan for what that the fees will be that day. We have two different options there. The, the, what they walk out the door with. And, of course, the biggie is the doctor calling that evening after their first adjustments or the first work directly on the spine. Critical for referrals. Then, of course, we want to have them get the next video. And then they're ready to come back for the plan and the payment arrangement, which we never do on the same day. The problem and the plan and the payment arrangement, excuse me, are never done on the same visit. They could be on the same day. See, on one visit, them understanding the problem is brain overload already, let alone you all, all of a sudden starting to talk about a bunch of recommendations and money and all that. It's overwhelming. So it's the day one consult, uh, explaining chiropractic, exam, explaining x-ray, x-ray, the insta report, the, the introducing them to chiropractic in the, in, the, in the loop through your office, wrapping up the day. That is perfect. Then on the next visit, which could be later the same day, it's time for the plan and the payment arrangement. So they come in that next visit, and we're going to go through the loop. It's going to be any therapy, the way, we just, the way we do it. Then it's going to be you're actually going to work on them again. Through the law of reciprocation, you will have given first. They're going to feel like they owe you. Then it's time to do the plan and the payment arrangement per the Winner's Edge scripting. And, of course, here we do the now-becoming-legendary Winner's Edge report diagram. If you're a chiropractor and you're just bouncing words off people's faces trying to tell them what to do, stop that. Nobody's listening to you. In the modern world of video and graphics and diagrams and caricatures and cartoons, they're not hearing what you're saying. People are losing the ability to understand spoken words. 
Tori, why does why do all your patients seem to start care? Why is your practice so big? How are you able to get over collecting two hundred thousand a month? Well, I don't know. I just do it the way I do it. Then, as I started to analyze it, I realized, wow, I draw a diagram for people when I do the report. And now all the Winner's Edge members get to learn that diagram and let the diagram do the work for you. Then, of course, the payment arrangement, and there's very specific protocols for this. Okay, and then, of course, we have to have the perfect office visit, and we have to know what that is and the components of that, and then the components of any re-exam, and then, of course, how we re-sign people or how we get people to continue care into the future. And, of course, the wellness plans that we have ready to go. So here we know exactly what we're selling. We have all the procedures scripted and beautiful. And so when people come in, they're going to get something that is so fantastic in its completeness, thoroughness, anticipation of their needs, the preemptive strikes, the pre-qualifying, the pattern interrupts should it be necessary to move someone out of the office, how we're going to automatically work getting additional family members in at the report and try to get one new patient and turn them into two or three each and every time. Your procedures are your promotions. Your procedures are your single most important promotional activity. But here we have the chiropractor that does not want to put the work into their procedures. They're too cheap to pay for coaching, even though they'd collect another $25,000 to $80,000 more every month for the rest of their career. So they use their crummy wording and they go out and they try to buy more new ones instead, becoming even less efficient than they already were. See, the most valuable thing a chiropractor can do is build a very big, powerful, successful office that's highly, highly profitable, giving the chiropractor power, prestige, capability, generosity, clout, punch, drive, all of these things that matter in life. And I'm here to help you do that. Well, to do that, we have a chiropractic office, just like a football player has a playbook with plays. As I sit here, okay, here's a playbook with a bunch of plays from some coaching I did in the past, this whole thing. Here's another one, this binder here, okay. Here's another one, look at this binder, some of you might recall this one, okay. Almost nobody would even have that, I saved all of these. Here's another big binder I got from coaching group I was a part of years ago. Okay, here's some other ones I got from a coaching group that, that's now long gone. Look at these big hairy manuals. Look at that. Okay. But I've taken, from my experience and my this and that and da 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 and, and, and what you learn from any of these groups from the past, that most of them, in fact, like none of these are around anymore. All these groups are gone. I remain and will continue to remain. But the point I'm making is your procedures are the most important thing for you to, to, to work on, to get memorized, to get better, to get dialed in, to get um, trained with your team, because they, when they're good, 
automatically get people to stay. They automatically get people to want to send more people to you. And of course, your collections and everything will reflect it. So back to the very beginning of this particular recording. Why do people refer? What do they refer for? What are they referring people to get? They're referring people to get your incredible procedures, the experience in your office. That's what they're going to get. And so if you want to grow and you want to actually have something that's a skill set that always works for eternity without having to pay a, a penny for it, okay, month in and month out as far as buying marketing and buying ads and doing all this stuff, we get better at our procedures. We learn the better scripting. But to do this, you have to sit and get work done. I will close on this. For a chiropractor to grow their practice, there's only two things that are happening. They either have, there's either the stuff they can buy, like a layout and a build out and equipment and marketing and paying for staff, or is this the stuff they actually have to learn. They have to sit at a desk and do mental work, like memorize stuff, read stuff into a recorder. Write things out on note cards, memorize it, work on it and attempting it with real patience. Okay, the hard mental work. Which one of these do you think chiropractors lack in? I'll have chiropractors, they'll got, they got no problem buying, the, buying whatever they need. But can I get them to sit and memorize a report? No. There are some people that can do the mental work and I can't get them to build a bigger office. But by far and away, the single biggest issue that's affecting the success of a chiropractic office, probably including yours, is the quality of each and every procedure, the scripting of each and every procedure, and the experience that your patients have for each and every procedure in your office. And I'm here to see you become an absolute multi-stripe black belt at all of these, and the Winner's Edge system has all of it for you. It's just simply a matter of whether or not you want to become a chiropractic champion. Tori out! If you're a chiropractor looking to dominate in practice and in life, learn more at winnersedgeconsulting.com.